For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. And this is our first Europod of this season where we check in with all the Premier League teams in European competition. Now, my friend, the biggest mm. game and probably the best game was amazing, yeah. game, wasn't it? Uh, a European mm. night at Anfield, Liverpool taking wow. on PSG yeah. with all their star players. And there's so many great attacking players out there, but Liverpool did find a way to win the game late with Firmino getting the winning goal quite late on, 3-2. What's your initial reaction to that game? Uh, what a great night of European football it was, mate. And, and uh, yeah. in Anfield before, we, it, it's been redeveloped. We had great nights. And you know what? You can still have great nights at Anfield. Five-goal thriller, spills and thrills. And, you know, the aristocrats of Paris coming to town. And I think the thing I took away from it, Rob, is that... Listen, in terms of money, I, I assume Paris Saint-Germain has spent a little bit more than Liverpool, yeah. but two teams who've, who've you know, thrown money at, at the project. But unless you have a collective, unless you have a, 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 a focus that everybody buys into, you can buy as many superstars as you want, you know. You still ain't going to win football games, and I don't think you're going to win the big trophies just by having big individuals. And I think that that's the thing that came out to me more than anything at Anfield is that Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp, as things stand, have got a team and, and very much a team. And Paris Saint-Germain, still who are wannabe Champions League winners, uh, are still great individuals and can have great moments, but are not quite the team uh, yet that I think can go on and win the t- tournament. You make a good point there, and I think the midfield three, there's been a lot of uh, praise given to those mm. guys, Henderson, Van Alden, yeah. and James Milner, and absolutely rightly so. And it goes into your point, Rob, that you know a team isn't a great team just based on some you know, fantastic attack, attacking players that both mm. of these teams uh, have certainly, certainly got. It's, it takes more than that, and I think we've talked a lot about Liverpool improving defensively with the goalkeeper and everybody yeah. else, and the fullbacks, etc., etc. Who again, by the way, Robertson and uh, Alexander Arnold were yeah, fantastic. But those that the, the headline for me, Rob, was those three guys in midfield, which mm. enables Salah, Mane, and it was Sturridge who played, Sturridge, of course, yeah. to to stay high. They those mm. three enable those guys to stay high, which keeps them sharp, fit, and in great spots when they do win the ball, they can go. Mm. And attack and do some damage so you know James Milner and I know we we've talked about him but I I can't remember a player right that that I can I can confidently say he's in the best form Mm. of his of his life of his career and he's 32 years of age (laughs) with all that he's done over a long brilliant career and yet he's at his best right now I mean, how does that happen? Mm. I, do you know what, Rob? In, in a way, uh, and I completely agree. I mean, I made a note about it um, on, on the third goal and said it probably won't get much much attention, but James Milner's ability to win the ball yeah. back for Firmino's winning goal it was just important as a finish. Yeah. And do you know, in some respects, with James Milner, I think he's a he's a he's almost a byproduct of all the good things about English football. I'm talking about somebody whose attitudes right, but has taken the nutrition on side, has used the sports science, who uses the training ground. You know, all the things that probably he's a, he's a generation behind us at 32 years of age. You know, he's playing his, his football now. But he, he probably came in as the game was changing, as new things yeah. were developed, it, to the point where if you prepare to look after yourself, James Milner is a perfect example of how you can continue career at the very highest level and still be, be putting in performances of that quality because... Listen, we, we've seen 32-year-olds who look beat up, who, who, you know, ready to go out the game. He looks like a 32-year-old who's ready for, you know, like spring chicken at the start of his career. Mm. And I've got to say, very early on in the game, Rob, there was, I don't know if you, if you noticed this, Rob, there was like a 50-50 challenge between Milner and Neymar. Oh, yeah. And Milner went through him and it thudded. You almost heard it on the, on the microphones on the side <laughs> of the pit. And it was a great, like, contrast between two different players and one who's a millennial who's got the looks in the 
the hearing and the music and the social media. And mm. one guy who loves his football, who gets in every day probably <laughs> first to training, mm. who, who doesn't know, you know, would, his, his wife's probably only got two sets of earrings and, and he just wants to play football. And I thought it was a brilliant contrast. And mm. just a, a little snapshot into, you know, why James Wilner is what he is and doing what he is. Hmm. And also, just on the back of him having to play at left back for a season, hmm. I mean, he moved to Liverpool Football Club to play in midfield, and he yeah. had to, you know, had to handle that. So his attitude, professionalism, hmm. and of course, as you just said, the way he looks after himself is meaning that he's in great form now, and he yeah. really is like the first on the team sheet in hmm. that area because of what he can do and how that helps his front players. I thought the team, Rob, I still think that Liverpool they have a ferocious uh, hunger to yeah, win the ball so. back. Yeah. This counter press that the Klopp's brought mm. in from day one, really. But now, you know, as you talking about star players at PSG, it, it's making Liverpool different. It's making yeah. it different to any other team. I would say in Europe, I don't think there's a team out there now that are as that are as high energy, that are as mm. aggressive, and they're now they've got this fantastic blend of, of power, energy, and and, and intricate skills and. and with the front players that are doing so well. Daniel Sturridge, mate, I know he's one of your yeah. favourites. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant ball in from, yeah. from Robertson, wasn't it? A brilliant ball, ball yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. But he, he sticks the header away mm. really well. Is he... Is he back to to somewhere near his amazing best of a few mm. years ago? Mm. And, and how is that going to work for Liverpool this year? Well, it's a, it's a great question. It was interesting that Jurgen Klopp, and I was looking for things, um, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a storage fan, but I'm interested in what Jurgen Klopp thinks of him because that's more important. Mm. He actually came out with something I thought was very, very important. He said in the time that he's been at the football club, and we know now, he's been there a little while, he said that uh, Daniel Sturridge is the fittest he's ever seen him, which I think is important for Daniel Sturridge because no one doubts Daniel Sturridge's ability. No one doubts Daniel Sturridge's um, goal-scoring capabilities. We doubt his durability and his fitness. Now, if through fitness, and, and we've both been there, that you get a confidence when you're feeling fit, when you're not picking up niggles. When Daniel Sturridge is buying into the intensity, and it, it's a key word you said, and one of the things that does set Liverpool apart, far from the ability and the speed mm. and, and the quality, but the intensity that they play, and Daniel Sturridge buys into part of that, what Daniel Sturridge is, is, could give them is a great option, A or B, depending on which competition and which game, if Mo Salah, and I know I'd like to come on to him in a yep. moment, if Mo yep. Salah just, just has a dip, or Mo Salah's not quite delivering the goals, you've got ready-made replacement option, alternative, that doesn't, doesn't kind of change your, your team too much, it still delivers your goals. And somebody who, Daniel Sturridge is probably at the stage of his career, Rob, where if he moves from Liverpool, he's not going to get a better move than that. This no is a big yeah, opportunity no for Daniel yeah. Sturridge to mm. be part of something that might be a winning football, that's certainly something that is growing, and there's, there's a feel-good factor around. So from the player's point of view, the club's point of view, and the manager's point of view, yeah. I think Daniel Sturridge seemed to be in a good place. Yeah, you're right. I mean, West Brom, he's had a little taste of a team that was struggling and mm. what it's like to be at that club. And, and as you said there, I think it suits all parties. He's mm. not a guy right now or in the last year or so that can do it every single week no he still wants the, the buzz of Anfield and that, that amazing mm. football club and working for Klopp and this brilliant squad of players I think he senses like everybody else that something kind of special is happening at the club yeah. and um, off the bench now and again the odd mm. start I think is going to suit him um, and very well Absolutely. Just let's just swing it to a couple of potential negatives Rob and yeah because you, you know we always want to try and Balance, give the yeah. whole picture mm. you know it's not all should they have at 2-0 yeah. I'm, st I'm okay. looking at the game mm. I'm studying the game and I'm like okay we're into game management now yeah. and it, it, it didn't really and we've seen this before I think we've yeah. agreed that it's improved a little bit but yeah. it was still very much on the front foot mm. and it became a little bit open as PSG had a little bit more of a go I'm yeah. just thinking oh yeah. you know this is you've got to be a bit careful here yeah. um, should they have changed their tactics when they were 2-0 up to, to play it in a different way? It is, it's, it is the million-dollar yeah. question with Liverpool because we've mm. seen, we know through their play and through the games that they'll be up. We've seen it in, in a couple of the Premier League games, Rob, where they, they've got themselves ahead and then they've not necessarily seen it out as comfortably. Mm. Yes, they've got results of so the Brighton game, the Leicester game, I can, I can think of straight away. They've got mm. the results, but it hasn't been as comfortable as they'd like. And it, I think it starts to go back to the manager, sometimes the atmosphere and the momentum of this football club, I think they get not ahead of themselves, but they get caught up in it a little bit. 
that the noise, the, the crowd's on, the intensity's on, let's win it back, let's go again. And I think they've still got to learn, and there's a maturity amongst the group and, and amongst that's got the better, individuals. Rob, it? it has got, it has got yeah. better, but we're talking now, Rob, about, I think, going the next stage, hmm. not being just top four, but possibly going on to Champions League finals and winning the finals, going on to titles, uh, being in title races and winning titles. Is that the bit that's, that's got to change? Does Jurgen Klopp play part in that? Is, it, is he... Hmm. Is he an excitable manager, Rob? Does he get a little bit caught up in it? And and then maybe somewhere somebody's got to just take him down a, a, a peg or two and say, two's OK, boss. You know, let, let. It's almost like I find with Liverpool, they don't quite know whether to stick or twist. They don't know whether to go for another goal and they're not very good at saying, you know what, we'll keep what we've got and, and, and we'll, think, we'll keep it as it is. I think what it is, Rob, when, when they're in that sort of mood and they're playing as well as that... Mm. I think it's hard to stop, and I don't think they want to stop, and maybe they shouldn't stop. Yeah. I think, what, of course, they've, made, they've got a better goalkeeper now, they've got better mm-hmm. defenders, the balance is better in that regard. Yeah. Maybe this was a bit of a one-off. PSG have got stunning, stunning yeah. front players. For I think sure. the, uh, the, it was the first goal was offside, wasn't it? Wasn't that the offside one? Yeah, the Cavani, yeah. Some, he was interfering yeah. with play. And Correct, so that, yeah. There's a little bit. I mean, I think, mm. I think there was a couple of calls, actually, for both teams that were a bit Could questionable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the, the, the Mohamed Salah mistake. And, mm. and it was the second of a couple of giveaways in the space yeah. of a few minutes, which led to that second goal for PSG. Mm. And Mo Salah then got substituted out of the game. Yeah. Um, it, we, he hasn't been quite at it. No, but I think that's pretty. But I think Liverpool fans would say that, Rob. He's not yeah. quite been the guy. He'd be on Anything five or six goals now. Um, no, not for me at this point. You touched on something. Even a little bit. You touched on something on the radio show the other day that I thought was it was a brilliant point in terms of if he starts making decisions more for Mo Salah than he does mm. for the football team, that's mm. an issue. Mm. Um, what I saw the other day, Rob, is a player who's playing a little bit unnatural. He's trying a little bit too hard. He's doing things that are not natural to him. Yeah, he's and thinking about. He's thinking. Yeah, he's about thinking it now. too much. And and I want him to stop that. I want him to go back to the Mo Salah who doesn't yeah. think, who plays instinctively, yeah. does the right things. Who just if somebody's in, he lays them in and doesn't yeah. even think about it. There's not a thought. Actually, I want the golden boot again. Yeah. I'm shooting for myself. That is the only slight worry. But. I believe in Klopp. I believe in Salah, the personality. I mean, there was a a shot after the third goal, wasn't there, where somebody was seeing him him throwing a bottle down and and it was a little bit awkward because, to be honest, he'd celebrated the goal before that and I think he was mad with himself that he he wasn't part of it and, and you know, maybe that's his kind of goal and that's okay and that's what you want, that hunger and to be part of it. But I don't think at this stage it's anything to worry about, Rob, but... Listen, if, if, we're, if we're six, eight games down the road and we're still having the same conversation, then mm. I think that's important. But that's when, again, and we'll just to go back to Daniel Sturridge, that's when Sturridge could be huge for Liverpool if Salah does have a little dip from that brilliant season he had last year. Yeah, I just hope that we don't see a situation with Sadio Mane and, uh, and Mo Salah somehow get into a kind of a scoring race or competition. Yeah, yeah, because I know what you mean. you're right, mate. When, you know, when they first came together, and, and that flow and that rhythm, the interchange, nobody cared who was scoring. I no. just get a little sense that Mo Salah now, in his, in his mind, when he's in and around the box, is mm. kind of, to, to, to encapsulate it a little bit, I had an amazing season last year. I'm now, I'm now a kind of a goal scorer. I'm a golden mm. boot guy. I've got, to, I've got to get the numbers again. And I just think it might be changing his, his critical decisions in and around the box. Um, I, again, I, like you said, Trust in the manager. Yep. Have a little word with him. Mm. You know whether it is a, a, a bit of fatigue. I don't know. I don't think it is. I just think he's got to get out of his head a little bit. Yeah. And start enjoying yeah. his football and doing what he's what he's amazing at. And I think he'll get back to his best. But that that was the only the yeah. only little thing that's been a few. And, and we got to balance things up because you've got to look at things from that point of view. But I yeah. mean, on the whole, it was a stunning, stunning yeah. night again for Brilliant. Liverpool. Marvelous. It puts a message around the rest of Europe, as you say. If you want to play Liverpool at that game, there ain't going to be many in the competition who can yeah. live with them. Uh, in terms of legs, intensity and footballing ability. Uh, Great night for Klopp, great night at Anfield. Mm. Liverpool off to a flyer. Let's talk about a team who are not flying quite at the moment. Uh, Three straight defeats now for Spurs. Away at Inter Milan with 1-0 up. um, Benkeji in the uh, difficult first half. Get the goal and then uh, concede two. Pochettino... Snapping at some of the reporters, uh, a little bit of you feel a bit of unrest around the football club. 
Where are we with Spurs, Rob? Uh, Spurs in Europe, Spurs in Pochettino, Spurs and the upcoming season. They're having a, they're having a, they're having a bit of a tough time. And, mm. um, and really, if you think about the last kind of two or three years, Rob, we, this is the first real yeah. kind of blip, if mm. you like, you know, yeah. where it's gone off the rails a little bit. I mean, it, mm. it just has for, yeah. for, for a variety of what I think are small reasons. Uh, you know, anything from, from World Cup hangover to, to Loris getting his drink driving, getting injured yeah. from injuries they've got, from tiredness, through changes of the setup, the team, through not many, no players coming in to make them better, yeah. through to up front of Harry Kane with Mora. It, 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 there's a lot of little reasons, in my opinion, why, mm. why it's gone off the rails a little bit. The, 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 probably the biggest point is what they what they've done a little a few times now is that they they're giving up goals when they need to be strong so when they need that toughness when there's yep. a little bit of pressure from Inter Milan at home when they start they they feel there's something yeah. in it they they and this happened on on many occasions they just they just haven't got that mentality, that toughness, mm. the determination to see out difficult moments. Five of the last six goals conceded in the three games, the three losses, are from set pieces. Set pieces now that's yeah. when that's mm. when you know you got mm. you got you got time. You got an opportunity yeah. to get everybody together, look into their eyes, and like they're not scoring a goal. Make sure yeah. you pick him up. Don't let him go. Let, let's be strong. That's what they're they're missing more specifically. But I think yeah, this is this is a little tough period of time. Um, back onto those little reasons, Rob. You know, Certain yeah. players aren't playing well. I mean, yeah. Christian Eriksen has is, is not done anything. Delhi's out the team. Dembele doesn't move around so much. Eric Dyer on the right side of a diamond all of a sudden looks awkward and difficult. You know, the fullbacks have changed. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, I, I don't think it's anything like that's going to be the, the beginning of the end of Pochettino and Spurs as a no. top side. It's hard to compete and be, be title challenges with this team, with this squad, with these finances, and with the money that they pay on. On, on players, they're mm. not the same as everybody else. They shouldn't be doing it. They've been overachieving, and right now it's a little correction, if you like. If they're a stock price, they're having a little correction, but I expect them to rebound. Yeah, I would agree with that. What, what, what I wouldn't want the, the group, um, the club, the manager to be saying is those things or be thinking those things themselves. I don't like the feeling when actually we're just getting back to type now. This is where we should be because they're better than that. They've shown they can be better than that. Yes, I think the big thing we're going to go back to and you talked about the small details that are all adding up and, and it's mm. whether players back from World Cup, whether it's mm. Hugo Lloris incident and now the injury which not helped at the time and lack of form. and, and lack. I think the summer lack of playing is, uh, if signings is going to hurt them, Rob. I think bringing a couple of bodies in, regardless of whether they were first team ready or not, would have given this group a little bit of not breathing room, but, but freshened it up a little bit, and it's something I've always talked about. It would just have given it a little bit of something something different. And I, I want to I want to go back to three weeks ago when Manchester United were going to Burnley before the break, and we said it is all on Jose Mourinho now. It's 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 a real pressure cooker. He told us how many titles we know, how many trophies he's won, and all that. We're going to find out a bit about Jose. And in fairness, Rob, he put his back against the wall. He put his two fists up, and he's he came out, out punching. Out yeah. And let me tell you, he's punched his way out of it to the point mm. where they've had results in in the league. They've got a good first victory in the Champions League, and all of a sudden, Jose Mourinho's sort of getting back to where he wants. Yes, we can talk about style of football. Yes, we yep. can talk about possession, yep. creator. But Jose Mourinho has shown a bit of fight when he's needed. Do you know what, Rob? Mm. Pochettino's in the same place now. Mm. Brilliant manager. Tactically, I've, I think, uh, excellent. We've seen him working on the training ground. Brilliant worker and operator. Has shown he can be a good manager when things are going well. And, and that he's been part of things are going well. Great managers come through in difficult times. You know, yeah. so Alex Ferguson, we go back to the days when they were saying, you know, he was a, a cup game away from maybe losing his job. You know, I talked about Jose in similar circumstances. I want to see another side of Pochettino now. He's got some issues, Rob. He's got the goalkeeper who, who as you say, is not fit and he's had, he's had his, his problems off the pitch. He's had Dembele and Deli Alli's out, out at the moment. He's had Eric Dyer looking tired and not quite the same player. Harry Kane, a massive issue with whether he's fit enough, is he sharp yeah. enough, is he missing chances. Now this is where Pochettino's got to show us his great manager, Rob. You know, in the past, I and other people have talked about he's he's destined for a big job. 
Well, big jobs sometimes bring big problems. You've got to you've got to show you're the you can handle them and you can be the man to to get them get them out of those situations. And now I'm looking at him and his reaction to lots of things, including the press, including the press. And I don't think jumping down the press's neck is a is a particular. Yeah, but Jose brilliant. did that, Rob. Jose okay, did that. It, I mean, that was did. that was his way of fighting. Maybe Correct. this is maybe this is Pochettino's Absolutely. way and, of and getting fired okay. up. And that's okay with that. But what I do say is, Rob, when you do go for the press, they're sometimes waiting for you to have a fall. Mm. Yeah. I just, wh- where are you, right? And, and mm. I, on, the, on the, the victims of their own success conversation, because I'm, I, I, I again, I, I'm, as you know, mate, I'm, I'm very yeah. much data and fact. And yeah. it's got to be hard for Spurs as a club, as a football team right now, to continually get in those top four places to try and be the top pl- uh, top team in this league given mm. the finances available to the other clubs and what they're spending and what so, so you're saying so, but but explain that to me further so you're saying that the quality of player bought by the other teams makes it more difficult it's harder for, for spurs to keep to keep being that because they've only got the same group of players is that what because i'm because I'm, I'm, what i don't want to do is give delhi ali the opportunity yeah i know they've been to world cups and, and, and i'm taking mm. that aside but i don't want delhi delhi ali has only played at that level that he showed us 18 months ago very infrequently he can be that player again now if he becomes yeah. that player again and they're not they're not in the top four i can live with that yeah, okay. I, I'm understanding so, 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 of that. Do you so know what, what I mean? you you want? You want you, you and and this, of course, is fair enough. Is that you want Pochettino to to whatever how he does it is to get these players playing to what we've seen before, something like that right. level we've seen. And if that level now is is fifth in the league, I'll I'll, I'll take your point on on what you yeah. say. Better quality, bigger yeah. salaries, more wages, etc. Yeah. etc. But we're yeah. not, you know, we're, we're we're not at this point. That's where I'm saying, come on, Poch. But now, it's a blip, I, Rob. It, it, yeah, so, of course, so, it's a blip. Yeah. So that 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 you know he he's the the manager and the players and the club are probably like you know what we're, we're having a bit of a bad a bad time, mm. um, but but like you said it's how they react to it. How do you get out I just of see it, yeah. the Liverpool spending that the money they mm. they've spent in. You know the clubs are gonna are gonna roll forward and overtake Spurs with the money and the salaries that they can pay where Spurs can't. But you yeah. make a good point. We have seen a, a really great Spurs team. We want to mm. see it getting back to that over the next few weeks. Um, and then if that's not good enough to finish top four, then, then yeah. the, team, the club have to spend money on salaries and new players to mm. challenge the, the elite in England now because the money is, is just continuing to, to make a difference to those squads. Where do you see this, Rob? Just, just sort of moving on and, and maybe mm. sort of around this. Where do you see this? With it? If, you're, if you're a Spurs fan, how do you feel about it now with a stadium that's kind of gone a yes, bit away? Okay, yep. all, all the issues have gone. Do you... Are you okay with saying, okay, we'll, we'll have a blip, we'll come back again? Or do you not feel we were close to something? Why, why are we kind of losing ground when we were, we were a little bit closer to something maybe than, than people I, I, thought? I'm not like that. I'm not, I'm not as much like that. I, if I'm a Spurs fan, I'm saying, you know mm. what? Wow, this, this club's come a long way and the manager's done a good job. He's sorted out. Yeah. We've got some young players coming through and it's been good times. We've been challengers. And we've got this amazing new stadium. We're privy to their training ground, Rob, which is an incredible yeah. training ground. The Absolutely. club is, is, is in a brilliant spot at this particular moment in time with the manager and this players there's a few deficiencies and, and maybe mm, a little bit of mentality yeah. in key, key moments uh, the size of the squad is not is not helping of course but to be expected to win every game almost now because that's what it kind of is with Spurs to, to be yeah. to be somewhat challenging the, the the biggest boys in the league you know they're taking a hit and, they, and, and the performances are down and Harry Kane of course is such an important player in terms mm. of the goal scoring in terms of winning games he doesn't look right now there's some theory that, that he's not right since his, his last and uh, he's out with an ankle injury and yeah. now is he playing a little bit restricted that's hard for us to really comment on what we can comment on is that he's nowhere near his best in terms of mobility sharpness now whether you th- think that's tiredness whether ankle problem whether he needs a break um yeah, it's not just him as well, by the way. Ericsson no. is such a key player and others are not Eric playing Dyer anywhere look, near. Mm. So, you know, you can't rest them all. He's got he's to he's put his arms around them a little bit. He's got to talk to them yeah. and, and they've got to bounce back. And, and I think they will. This isn't for me. This isn't kind of like the end of, of no. anything. There shouldn't be crazy pressure on Pochettino because of this blip. Because for the last two or three years, they've been pretty, pretty blimmin' outstanding.
No, I'm with you. It's absolutely not terminal for Tottenham, but we want to see the Tottenham of old, the, the vibrant young team that were, could get at people and, and put them to the to the test. We, we haven't seen that for, for a little while. Pochettino's got a little bit of work and, and Tottenham away yeah. at Brighton on, on Saturday. So never an easy place to go, Rob. And I think everybody's yeah. starting to look now what's going to be the reaction to, to Poch and his team. Mm-hmm. Let's move it on to a team who were under pressure a few weeks ago. We talked about Jose Mourinho. They went away to Burnley. They went away to what? They've been away to young boys and they've won the last three games. They have. Um, I watched this game closely and they didn't play particularly well at the start. And young boys at home are pretty decent. Mm. The fans were into it and United were on the back foot a little bit. Um, But of course, the the, the quality came through Mm. and the goals came through. And Paul Pogba scored a fantastic goal. He shifts the ball to his left side. He has a tiny little back lift. He gets that powerful shot into the top corner as quick as a flash. And United really cruising after that. I mean, the team was a little different. You had Rashford starting, Martial Mm. from the left-hand side. Fred was back into midfield. And it wasn't always great. Um, But with Paul Pogba... He's always capable of doing something special. One player that, that I, I'm going to get in early, yep. Diogo Dallo, the, yep. the young 19-year-old guy from Porto, uh, yep. making his first start for Manchester United, looked good. And, mm. and Reno gave him a lot of good comments afterwards, saying that Absolutely. this guy could be here for the next 10 years. And he, yep. pr- he praised both Dallo and Luke Shaw sure. as, as, as good, young, attacking fullbacks. And I think, from, from my point of view, I want to see that. If I'm a United mm. fan, uh, I want to see my fullbacks with energy, with quality going forward. So those two players, Dallow in particular, was a real positive. Yeah, I'm with you. And, um, you know, as good as servants as um, Antonio Valencia and Ashley Young have been, uh, I think a move towards newer, um, more sort of mobile f- fullbacks is a way forward. Dallo, I, I particularly liked. I thought he looks quite powerful. He, he attacks well. I think he understands his defending. And look, sure, just getting back to a bit of rhythm of playing. Obviously, he had the head injury with England, but getting back into a little bit of match rhythm and, and getting his confidence back, I think, is a great thing. And yeah, along with, with, with Paul Pogba, they were the three players that, uh, that Jose Mourinho gave special mention to. And, you know, it was one one of those nights where I thought it was it was pretty low drama for Manchester United point yeah. of view, which has been the way they've been. Um, you know, they've dominated enough games. Pogba um, shows how sort of powerful he can be in that midfield when he's set up, when he's in the right mood, when he's serious. The the first goal he scores, it, 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 you know, he's got that in the bag, both feet. He can shift the ball. He can generate power. You know, mm. his assist for Martial, I thought, was yep. important. You know, wearing the captain's armband. I mean, there's a captain in, in, in waiting for that football club. He's just got to show a little bit more... <sighs> dedication to, to, to his art really Rob I want him yeah. to be more dedicated to football I, I, I totally I, I enjoy some of the other stuff he does and the other stuff's important and that's who he is as a person but, it, it, it but should you've be got separated. to be yeah, yeah you've got to be, be a dedicated football captain of Manchester United and I thought he was um on, on the, the other night, and, and, and he, he gave a, a decent, I think, 72 touches. I, I, I looked somewhere in the stats in the first half, influencing the game all over. That's what he can be. He can be a beast in that midfield mm. when he's playing at his best. And um, United, I thought, got a, got, a, got a good night out of him. As Jose Mourinho totally got United back on track, Rob, I mean, there was a lot of, you know... Mm. You know yeah. what I'm going to say? There was a lot of talking that this is going to go crazy wrong yeah. early for, United, yeah. for Mourinho and that he might not last Christmas. Um, it seems as though, doesn't it, with these three victories yeah. and the way he's, he's, to be fair, he's scrapped his way out of a pretty mm-hmm. big hole that, that everybody seems on board and this is going to keep rolling on. Do you agree? Or, 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 or uh, how many I, games I, are they away from, yeah. from another kind of... Yo, they're, they're always back-to-back defeats away from, hold on a minute, are we getting, you know, I think the style of football will always be something you'll label like. Yeah. I don't think it bothers Jose and they're getting results, so that's important. The style thing only comes up when results don't come. Two or three poor results, I think, gets us back to, oh, this guy isn't the right guy, he's not going to take us forward. But I think in what Jose Mourinho wants and what Jose Mourinho sees as controllable football and by that I mean where I call about the no drama where the opposition are not really hurting them too much yes we might not be as exciting as some people like but we're winning games and, and we're not conceding too many and, and looking like the opposition are going to break us down that's Jose Mourinho's brand of football and right now 
He's he's averted the crisis, Rob, and he's got the momentum back into the football club. And we're not necessarily talking about individuals now and issues and fallouts. We're talking about Man United getting a bit ahead of steam. And the, they've got Wolves at home at the weekend, which will be interesting because Wolves will want to get the ball down and play in a, in a real yeah, contrast to United. It will be a great game. But it will be a good game. But you, if United come with their power game in that, they'll probably have too much for Wolves. And all of a sudden we're talking about United now building up ahead of steam. He see he sees out the ste- uh, the season, Rob Mourinho. He, he, he's still there in in May. Um, I got let's let's get to Christmas, Rob, and and then let, let's <laughs> un, let's let's see what we're unwrapping <laughs> under the tree, and then I'll come back. To, I'll come back to you. I can't look that far ahead with you. Listen, as long as they yeah. as long as they're part of the championship, yeah, he's, story, he, and, and he's, yeah. No, nothing nothing crazy is going to happen. Craziness. Manchester mm. City losing a game mm. at home to Leon in the Champions yeah. League mm. where so much is expected. The favourites and everything else. Mm. And this is Pep's kind of, you know, this season's kind of focus. Mm. Um, now, these games are going on at the same time. I was kind of flipping yeah. between them a little yeah. bit. United got 3-0 up. I thought, right, I need to go and see City now. Mm. And they, of course, at that point were chasing the game. Yeah. But there's a sense that there's a sloppiness about this. Absolutely. You know, the, 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 there's a bit of complacency. Mm. Fabian, Fabian Delph made a mistake yeah. for the first goal and yeah. didn't look right. And, and, and Fernandinho was given the ball away a lot are we to be worried I mean their group is Hoffenheim so Leon Hoffenheim Shakhtar Donetsk and Man, and Man yeah, City yeah. so I, 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 I think I, th- I think you can get away with, with a bad night in that group and still come through which, which City should um, do you know what the, the one thing Rob I'd say a little bit of that invincibility that, that, that kind of thing they had last year doesn't yeah. quite feel as strong this time around and I know it's only a, a drop, uh, drop pulled, uh, points to Wolves, and uh, I know now it's four, it's four straight defeats in, in European Champions League football, which is a little unknown for, for Pep, certainly uh, for him, but just doesn't quite feel as though it's all as buttoned down, does it? It's all as tight, as all as, 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 as everybody's sort of fully committed. Now, it's very early, and this team, uh, any one day, click into gear and can make you look foolish, but not need for worry... But I think Pep will be aware that not all's right, not all's ticking in and purring in the manner that he would like. At this stage last season, Rob, they were starting that 18 game, or just at the beginning of that 18 mm. game, straight wins. I mean, looking like football from another planet. Mm. We've seen glimpses of that, but not any of the longevity. And I just think this season might be more of a struggle than maybe even Pep thought of in going back to back. They're going to be there and they'll be in the argument, but there might be a suggestion that one or two loose days like we saw um, against Leon might come and trip them up. Yeah, I think... I mean, I see that Leroy Sané came into the game, didn't he? And yeah. He did great uh, came for, off, for yeah. Bernardo Silva's yeah. goal. He yeah. set that up. Mm. That's got to be positive that he maybe his attitude is better now, that, that Pep likes it. Pep Guardiola for me, is no way is he going to let this get away. He's, mm. he's not going to accept this sloppiness, this casual nature, these results. He's up on the stand. So what does he do, it. though, to that, Rob, then? Well, I think he's going Change to get hold of him, Rob. I think he's going to get hold of him. No, I think he's just going to work with the, with the, with the team. He's going to maybe mm. change a couple. I think it's going to come together. I think they've had a, they're, they're having a bit of a crappy, slow start, a little bit complacent, and I, and they, you know, everybody mm. in, in the world thought that might happen after the, yeah. the stunning Premier League season of last year. I think he's going to get them going again. I think it might take, you know, maybe it's this game, maybe the next game. They're going to get together again and they're going to find mm. some form and then go on a run. I just, I just think that's going to happen. Um, Away at Cardiff uh, at the weekend, which will be, you know, silky football against uh, yeah. Warnock football, which, which, which won't be the way. I mean, we, I, I know we've touched on it before and, 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 and I'm not saying for, for one moment that, that it's all going to go the other way because I absolutely don't think it will in the quality that they've got. But I was just talking in terms of why I asked the question in terms of, OK, does, does he start changing players or, you know, changing the, the way they play a little bit? I go back to the, 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 um, the, the show that we've seen all or nothing behind the scenes and we've seen Pep and the way he is. And, and I think we, we've touched on this before. It's just like I'm wondering when, when a manager's so intense and drives you so hard and yeah. says so many damn things. Is there ever a point where it's like, oh, here we go again? Or is, is yeah. there ever a point that that doesn't react in the right way? Or is that too yeah. early? Too is, early. Are we too early for that? I, I think so. It's a, it's mm. a, I mean, of course, it's a concern. And I think that that does happen. I just think it's just a bit early, yeah? I think it's just yeah. a bit early. And these young players are still 
I would like to think, are hungry. Mm. They're going to hungry yeah. to, to, to go and do great things and to win mm. more stuff. And the Champions League, of course, is a huge target and, and a sense of motiva- motivation. Um, I think all of these big managers now, Robert, these big clubs with these superstar players that are incredibly yeah. powerful in the, the, the player power scenario. Yeah, yeah. It's about a three or four. It's about, it's about a three or four uh, year project, isn't it? Oh, these guys? yeah. Being, it being is, with them, yeah, yeah. There's going to be few that, of course, that, that go a little bit mm. longer than that. But for the most part, it's about a three year project where they're going to make some signings. They're going to change the style. They're going to motivate. The difference is, is great for the players, and, and they react to it, and it all clicks mm. into place by year two or year three. And then maybe it does start to drift away a little bit. This is a bit early for Pep, yeah, of course. He's had his yeah. brilliant season last year. I still think there's more to come. I just I just think it's going to come together, Rob. I think he's going to shake him around. He's going to you know shake the yeah. players a little bit. He's going to get into them a little bit. He's going to ask them for a reaction and to get on board and to get with mm. the motivation, you know, whether it's a, a little bit of World Cup hangover or what, whatever it is. Mm. Um, they've got some They've got some shaking to do because it's, yeah. it hasn't been brilliant. And it's, it's almost like the game sometimes, Rob, is too easy for them. And they think... Yeah. You know what? We've only yeah. got to turn up. You know, Kevin will do something. I mean, that's another thing. Kevin mm. De Bruyne is out, of course, at the moment. Yeah. But somebody will do something. Aguero will do this, or somebody will Sterling will, and and, and you can't play like that. So, get back it, to their their good mentality of, of last year. I think they'll get to turn it on again soon. Yeah, uh, I t- I think I would, I would agree with you in the main. Just wonder, like with Pep up in the stands, does that does that change the dynamic at all? I mean, I know Mikel Arteta's very uh, competent down there manages yeah, it, up there yeah. because because they've been sending off the, the way he manages and you know I, we've been down there I remember I, I was there for the Tottenham game at, at Wembley and I've got to tell you when he just looked at some players and you could see they were they were yeah. scared of him yeah. just wonder with those kind of managers who have that kind of influence just not being on the touchline as well just as a little miss for, for some kind of players a million percent a million percent mm. I mean he's, he's always coaching yeah, involved, and nudging and yeah. tweaking mm. and, and, yeah. and asking people to switch over or to do yeah. this and to and, let alone the motivation from having a go at the players, which is the mm. main thing that that that, that can the do effectiveness that yeah. manager does. Yeah, mm. but it's just the the tactical side of things. The sub speaking yeah. to players coming on. Of course, he's mm. always grabbing them around the head and he's he's telling them what they they got to do out there. So I think in this case, absolutely, it's a miss. You know, and mm. and and our Teta, you feel from a little bit the cameras on, <laughs> on his yeah, face, like, losing <laughs> the game is like, look at this is your fault, mate. You got to you got to turn it around here. And and of course, Pep up there, it looked like his family around him, didn't it? Yeah, um, was frustrated. He kept taking off his little flat mm. cap and put it back on his little bald head and <laughs> it was uh it was it was quite comical at times but no i i think i think that's a good point i'm not sure has he got another game up there in the champions league or i think he's got one more i think he, he I might have one more yeah, yeah but yeah sooner they can get him back down on on that touchline yeah. and, and working with his players i think they're yeah. better for manchester city so uh champions league taken care of mate yep. we, we also had a couple of europa league games um, why don't we t- why don't we just t- touch on the a uh, couple of big stories in the champions league rob okay I'm before just, we I'm move just thinking, on yeah just before we get to Europa, I'm thinking of um, yeah. Juventus, and I'm thinking of mm. Cristiano Ronaldo's red card. Whew, what it, was was I mean, it the correct? Was it the, the correct decision, the, Robbie? The, the game since I finished has <laughs> is, is changed. You now get a red card for shampooing somebody's hair. <laughs> it was a little. I mean, it was a ruffle of a of, of, of a hair. I was mean, it, was there any sense I, of? I know, scra- I know where scra- you're going. Did he grab him? Did he, he got long nails? Mm. He scratch the top of his hair? No. It, did he cut? No, him? I know where. You, I mean, he has a manicure every day, so his nails are. <laughs> Come on, I mean, he, I, I know where you're going, and I'm trying to. And I'm I'm looking. I'm, just thinking, try- I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not it's, going it's, there. I'm just trying to it's, think it's, of something. It's absolutely ridiculous. And hopefully, well, it looks like he'll get the one game unless he appeals. It doesn't look like it'll be the three games that some people were suggesting, and that he'll miss both Man United games. But still disappointing for him. He wants to be around the playing in the games. He wants to be scoring goals. He wants to be breaking records. So we could see what it meant to him in terms of emotion. Yeah, should, little he gap- should, should he be crying like that afterwards? Uh, Is that- um, well, he, a little he probably, bit over, he probably, he probably broke a nail in the ruffling of the hair, oh. so he, he was crying that he's got to go back to the manicure and get his nails. Yeah. I, I guess but he wants to go to Old Trafford as well. He's also crying that the little man the night before scores three goals, by the way, his little rival. Yeah, we got, uh, he's, he's still at it, isn't he? I mean, you yeah. know, people are trying to talk about is he the same player? I mean, he bends a free kicker in, Rob. That's ridiculous. It? Beautiful. You put it? three goalkeepers in there, they're not going to yeah. save it. It's bending into the corner, and then he's a couple of other finishes. I mean, he's still the man, and he's still very much the, the main attraction, and probably one of the reasons why they're, you know, they're still going to be one of the tough teams to beat in the competition. Yeah, that old free kick, you know, it kind of, he didn't hit it that hard, did he? It just kind of lofted no, up a little bit and slowly curled around into the top corner. You know, first time of asking, no 
still messing around, steps up and puts it in there. So another couple of goals, a typical Messi finishes. And yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the biggest fan in the, on the planet of Lionel Messi. I think he's the best of all time mm. for for consistency, for for magicness, for for you know imagination from finishing, from passing, from dribbling, from jumping up when he gets kicked on the ground. I just I just think he's an absolute marvel. I really do, and mm. uh, I'm I'm so proud and, and well not proud, but I'm, I feel lucky to have seen him play live. I've worked on his games in yeah. big games and finals and, and he's just a, a joy, an absolute joy and uh, yeah, I mean it's just kind of funny today contrasting kind of stories from both of those two legends of footballers, Ronaldo and Messi but again, mm. in the headlines and uh, so we're so lucky to to, to get so much of them playing in this, this great competition. Of course, now for Ronaldo it's a different club in Juventus uh, as Messi continues his, his greatness with Barcelona. And let's not forget Real Madrid as well. They got a victory as well. I mean, no Ronaldo and people suggesting, well, they probably can't do it a fourth time. But listen, you wouldn't be too betting against him. Gareth Bale got getting a decent goal as well, yeah, actually, yeah. from that one. Uh, yeah. Modric played a lovely ball through Gareth Bale getting the goal. And I just want to turn your attention to, to one little thing, Rob, where I, I found a bit of a theme coming through in, in the Champions League this oh. week. And, and it was to do with players getting relegated from the Premier League or oh. playing in relegated teams from the Premier League and then playing in Champions League. Renato Sanchez, was it Swansea, ended up playing uh, starting for Bayern Munich this week. Chupo Moting and Jordan Shakiru, part of Stoke, sexy Stoke team, playing PSG in Liverpool in the Champions League. And mm. Daniel Sturridge, couldn't score goals for West Bromwich Albion. <laughs> Leaves, gets fit, gets back in Liverpool goals and scores goals in the Champions the cha- League. The, champion, so, the Championship to the Champions League, is that what you're there saying? There you go. That, that's a theme. Th- that's the theme. Let's look out for it for the rest of the season. Well, I never thought about that, mate. Well done. Let's give Crikey. hope. Let's yeah, give absolutely. hope. I'm yeah. overthinking this thing, obviously. You are. Let's, Spe- let's move on. far too much time really. <laughs> <laughs> looking at stuff. Let's move on to Europa League because uh, the two teams in there, and I look at... I know, but I look at Chelsea and Arsenal... As Champions League teams, really. I don't know Arsenal have yes. been out a little bit, but they're Champions League teams. So mm. when they come up against, whenever it's Pock, Pock, P-A-O-K. yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion from Williams' goal and beforehand. I think the thing that, well, the thing I was looking here, Rob, was the form of Alvaro Morata. Because one of the things I was thinking about this oh, competition... Oh, dear. You'll be, you'll be yeah, disappointed yeah. then. But one of the things I was thinking about this competition is it can be great. If, if you if you're a big team, and, and I'm talking Chelsea and Arsenal and the likes, and you've got big squads, this is a competition for you. It's not Burnley, where Burnley can, you know, won the best 11 in a short squad and probably yeah. were better be now. For teams like Chelsea, this is a chance for players to get some, some game time, to maybe put, to, to question, the, give the, the manager some questions in terms of team selection for, for Saturdays in Premier League. So Alvin Morata has, has an opportunity to at least say, OK, if Olivier Giroud is the number one at the moment, I'm going to show you that I'm a great finisher. And I've got to tell you, he, he had a number of chances, I think seven or eight in the first half, and hardly at the target with one of them. And as a man, down on confidence, looks down on his luck, and at the moment, is um, not really giving Chelsea too much up front. Can I, can I go, can I go well, back to your analogy, Rob? Maybe Morata should go from the Champions League to the Europa League <laughs> to the Championship. <laughs> Because he looks like oh, a, champ- no. a championship yeah, striker you, right you've now. You've been there before with Morata on that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, his movement is again is, isn't bad. But it, yeah, I, I know, I know. I'm, I'm a little, hmm. I'm not taken aback because okay, let, let's say from Chelsea's point of view, okay, you win the game, it's, it's comfortable enough. Uh, although Ross Barkley pulling somebody in the box uh, for the half time, I think it's a little bit silly. But um, hmm. you win the game and comfortable. But if, if Chelsea, and I, we, I talked about Chelsea being 75, maybe 80% of where I think they, there's still more to come. And a centre-forward coming in or centre-forward being an integral part of that, yeah. I'd be a little concerned that if Olivier Giroud gets injured or his form goes or doesn't play well, yeah. where, do I, where do we go with Morata? Because the confidence in him from the, his teammates, from the fans, and possibly starting the manager doesn't seem to be there. 
This is what's going to hold Chelsea back this season, Rob. It's going to hold them back. They are far better or far further on than I thought they would be under this new mm. manager, Mauricio yeah. Sarri, who's, who's, who's totally changed the way that they play. They're yeah. far further further forward. Mm. He's talked about the defence he sees getting better and he says in general his teams, when he goes to new clubs, it does take two or three months yeah. to get the back, the defensive phase of the game, in his words, mm-hmm. um, much improved. I think the midfield now, with Cesc coming back in this game, he's back kind of fit again now. He might be a, he might be a Sarri guy, Cesc, because he's such a good passer with yeah. Kante's energy and Georgina. I love the midfield. I love the wide players at Chelsea. Pedro, uh, Azar, of course, Willian, they got good options there. I don't... If you're not... If you're going to have a striker that, that's not going to get you 20 goals in the Premier League, you know, it's good, or in any competition, be a, be a regular score, it's going to be difficult to keep going back to the likes of, of Azard and Willian and Pedro. And of course, yeah. again today, Willian got the goal and it's great. And those wide mm. players are, are chipping in with really important goals. I just, it just could hold them back, um, which would be a, a shame because the way they've rebounded this season with this new guy and the new style is fantastic. Now, if they go out in January and somehow find somebody, pull a rabbit out of the hat somewhere yeah. that's going to get more goals for them, that's great. On the other side of that, I think Olivier Giroud is, is, is now the guy that Azad wants to play with. We saw from the goals mm, yeah, at the weekend yeah, in the Premier League, there's, there's comments saying he's the best target man in, in, mm. the, in Europe or whatever he said. Um, that's good for him and that's good for other players. And that's okay if Pedro and Willian and, and Azad between them get like 60 goals. I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 that's what's going to be needed with that sort of striker um, because Morata, it seems, can't do the, the link-up play and and more importantly, get the goals. If you if you if you're just going to go for link-up play, then then mm. Drew's got to play every week, and I think he will play for the f- foreseeable future. But in total control, I think Sesback was interesting. Yeah, um, a little a little worry at the end with Pedro going off with that, going that off, collision yeah, with the, the goalkeeper. Like, mm. the, 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 his, his head, I think he got a bang on the head that he kind of uh, came off late on, mm. a little bit groggy. Um, but you know, in in terms of going back to what you said, they're a, they're a Champions League team, and mm. and some of these. You know, matches and Pauk. I mean, it's only. I mean, it's a narrow scoreline, but the difference yeah. was was quite incredible. Yeah, but but a few changes from from the manager for Chelsea. It kind of worked out. Players got some time um, and a comfortable night for Chelsea. Yeah, comfortable night. But I'm thinking ahead to the London Stadium on Sunday, uh, where Chelsea mm-hmm. go away to West Ham. That's uh, an 8:30 Eastern Time kickoff on NBCSN. We'll have to see how they get on. Um, obviously, Liverpool play as well on this Sunday they at home to Southampton so if both want to keep their 100% records they've got two different very kind of uh, different kind of tests Southampton at home for Liverpool West Ham away for then, Chelsea then they meet Rob don't they so that so yeah. there's a league game mm, in between but then they mm. meet and then, then we'll find a little bit more about this Chelsea yeah. team you know defensively yeah. you know, ca- you know how are they going to handle Chelsea so we'll know a little bit mm. more about Chelsea's kind of well, title credentials I guess over the next few weeks yeah, absolutely. Uh, another team who were, would want to be part of Champions League, but uh, have to be settled with Europa League. It was Arsenal. It's Unai Emery's first game in charge. A man who knows and loves this competition. Won it three times with Sevilla. Uh, de- mm. Good start for, for them today, Rob. I know the two goal, goals conceded will be a little bit of an irritant, but the four Sorry. goals scored, mm. a couple by Obama. Bama Yang, Welbeck got one. Mozart Ears will come on and, and, and gets a yeah. good goal as well in part of his two in two games for him now. Um, mm. Again, I think this could be a competition for Arsenal, almost to the point where, one, you'd be seriously thinking about, you know, they, they should be thinking about this could be a, a trophy to win. Yeah, I mean, like like Chelsea. I mean, absolutely. Why not? And, um, you know, very comfortable again. I mean, the, it, it, at times it was a bit embarrassing how easy it was mm. for them. I think uh, Lucas Torreira looked good in midfield. Yeah. He had a, a big chunk of the game. I think I think the Arsenal mm. fans want to see more of him. Not only is he a, he's kind of tenacious and a real good tackler and he's an honest defensive guy, he's pretty nice on the ball as well. He yeah, moves it nice quite well. Yeah, nice free kick, didn't he? Yeah. He's got a nice mm. free kick. He can move it quite well and passes it well. So I think that's a good sign. I like Licksteiner. He wasn't brilliant in this game, I didn't yeah. think, but I think his experience, and he's a, yeah, he made a little mistake from mm, one of the, the first, first goal, goal for them. Yeah. Um, and Danny Welbeck, you know, him getting mm. some time in the game. Another player that will feel he's got an opportunity to try and get in the starting lineup. Mkhitaryan played in the hole. It will be to yeah. the left-hand side. Yeah. So, positive for Arsenal. Um, it's all about balance for them. I think we know that they've got players that can play a little bit. Um, Socrates at the back, Papasopoulos, yeah, the Greek Socrates. defender. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's looking He's, he's looking good, mm. isn't he? You know, he's yeah. quiet, quietly done his work. Yeah. Um, with Holding today, wasn't he? With, with, with uh, Young Holding. 
He was with Holding today. To yeah, a couple of moments okay. where he saw his mm. pace a little bit, and he's he's yeah. got a good, you know, he's he's up for the game. He's making slight mm. tackles. He looks kind of, you know, he's in tune. He looks a good attitude type of defender. I just think it's, you know, I, I think he's looked good. Solid, I think he yeah, under the radar a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. could be just just one of those who, could, who steadily goes along. And I think as the season builds, if his momentum keeps, he might be somebody we're mentioning. A couple, mm. of, couple of people I just want to show, Lacazette, Rob, we saw a couple of shots of him on the sideline. Obviously, he's disappointing not to be scoring goals and playing, but in a in another way, he's probably now starting in, in, in the Premier League. So, he's got... Got to manage that a little bit, and maybe the managers has to manage his expectations and, and get him to understand that you know some of the guys who don't play on a Saturday are going to play midweek and vice versa. Yeah. Is that part of what Emery's going to have to do yeah. with this group? Yeah, I think so. I think I think mm. Yang goes from centre forward like he was to, today yeah. to left side, left side. and Lacazette like yeah. plays up front. Urzel mm. comes into the right, and Ramsey's where Mkhitaryan was. I, I think yeah. there's a pretty set looking team at the moment. The only one. Well, I, 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 I'm fond of, of Licksteiner instead of Bellerin, but, but yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem mm. with that not happening. I think, I think yeah. Bellerin continues to play. Torreira is the other one, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. it's Granit Xhaka. Well, and yeah. I think Jack has been, the last couple of games, I think he's been okay. And there's some stats out saying that he's one of the, you know, some of the, the best passing or the, some stats or something that, that, mm. that showed him in a positive light. So maybe he, he sticks in the team alongside um, Genduzi that came on in this game as well. So, yeah, I think, I think Arsenal is interesting. I think it's an interesting team at the Any moment. views on Bert Leno making his debut? I mean, didn't really get a chance to, to see too much. Obviously, disappointing for, to let two goals go in. But mm. is this a start of maybe... Them turning it round and maybe Petr Cech eventually becoming number two and Bernd Leno becoming a number one, or do you still think Cech holds his shirt and Leno may play in now. this competition? Yeah, yeah, I think he does for now. I mean, obviously that's the. Um, I'm not even that sure how long term it is. I mean, you might mm. see that transition during the season. I don't know, but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think with the goals he conceded, I mean, you sometimes hope that your goalie pulls out a bit of a. I know they were, they were difficult. Yeah. yeah, and maybe could he have got to one of those? Possibly, but you know. Yeah, he's had such little action. He's, he's not going to be the same kind of game, first-team sharpness. So, But I'm sure he'll feel better about playing. I mean, I, I think he should be transitioning in for me. I mean, Petr Cech, yeah. he's uncomfortable with the ball going back to his feet all the time and having to make decisions on passing and technique and touch. And he looks a little bit awkward for it. But, you know, again, I, I don't have a big problem with the manager sticking with Petr Cech. I would just... Well, if it was me, I would be playing Bert Leno and get him in the team uh, and trying to make more changes. Again, Torreira will be in for me. It's just Uno Emery is just taking his time um, with some of the changes in the team and I guess he likes what he sees at the moment. Yep, I think I'm with you on that one, mate. But uh, another good night for Arsenal. Yeah, good start to their Europa campaign. And yeah, no, no major errors for Chelsea and Arsenal, who should go deep and long into that competition if they take it seriously. So that's it from us, Robbie Musto. Uh, but we mm. want to hear from you, our listeners. Firstly, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. And after Champions League match day one, we want to know who do you see now as Champions League winners? And why? Is it Barca, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Juventus or somebody else? Let us know. We'll read out the best responses on our next Euro podcast. So that's it from us and what generally was a good week for English teams in Europe. Minus Pop and Pet. I'm Robbie Earl. He's Robbie Musto. Together with the two Robbies, thanks for listening and bye for now. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.